got to know how to use it. So when the Lord says, those that will follow me, us today, the born again believer, the disciples of Christ, those that desire to walk with Jesus, the Lord said, you will have the light of life. We say, yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. I have it. I have it. You said I have it. I have it. Now, what is it? Well, praise the Lord, saints of God. Praise ye the Lord. Hello, this is Pastor Mark A. Stroud, and I thank you so much for joining me for another episode of, you guessed it, Kingdom Rock Radio. Well, on today's broadcast, we're going to continue in the series entitled, Walking in the Light. This would be part number six. And today's subtitle is, The Mystery of Light. Wow, the mystery of light. We're going to talk about light and its various functions in the spirit and in the natural world. Because understand, the spiritual things came first. Everything that is visible came from the invisible world. God, who is invisible, spoke the visible into reality. So we're going to talk about that and just a whole lot more. And in order for us to get a good understanding, we're going to have to do something that is a bit irregular. We're going to talk from the aspect of science. We're going to look at some physics today and talk about the atom and electrons. There is going to be a lot that we're going to talk about today in this message entitled, The Mystery of Light. Then in part number seven, we're going to go right back into the rich word of God, uh, going straight from the pages of the Bible once again. So I pray that you're going to be richly blessed by this message as we take a journey in the Bible as well as in science class to learn about light. So buckle your seatbelts, get ready. Here comes the rich word of God. We're going to have fun today in Jesus' name. Well, this would be uh, part number six in the series entitled Walking in the Light. Uh, And today we're going to subtitle this The Mystery of Light. The Mystery of Light, also known as um, Understanding Light. All right, we're going to go to our theme scriptures today. First, and then we'll go on. We have two theme scriptures that we look at every week. Uh, Last week we spoke from the subject of... um, Who's in the spotlight? Now, I'll be showing you a lot of pictures today. Woo-hoo, we like pictures. I'm showing a lot of pictures today, and I've, I've already drawn some items on the board here. We'll talk about what those items are. That is actually not an eye over there, although it does look like a nice eye. It really does. So maybe it'll... it'll I don't know. But no, it is not an eye. I'll have to explain to you what that is in just a few moments, okay? Uh, but, all right, so our theme scriptures here, theme scriptures. Uh, first is First John, the first chapter, verse number 7, First John 1, 7, it says this, But if we walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship one with another, and the blood of Jesus Christ, his Son, cleanses us from all sin. Also, John 8, verse 12 says this. Then spake Jesus again unto them, saying, I am the light of the world. He that followeth me shall not walk in darkness, but shall have the light of life. Now, that's incredible. We're actually going to look at just just a little bit of that for a second. Notice how the Lord said, he that followeth me. Now, we know he's talking about the disciples. The disciples are the followers of Christ, right? All right. Now, remember, we need to today we need to put on our thinking caps. We're going to think today. We're really going to we're going to think this is 
We want to think. Praise the Lord. All right. The Lord said, he that follows me shall not walk in darkness, but shall have the light, the light of life. Now, this is really powerful. He says, those that follow me. Now, this is the Lord's promise. This is what Jesus is saying to his followers, not only to the disciples then, but to the disciples here in the 2000s. If you are a follower of Jesus, he's saying this to you. He's promising that this will happen to you. This is what he says again. He said, uh, this is uh, again, John 8, verse 12. Uh, then spake Jesus again unto them, saying, I am the light of the world. He that followeth me shall not, that is not ever, walk in darkness, but shall have the light of life. Remember the phrase shall have means to possess, to have, to hold, Right. And to such a degree that it has you and you have it. Right. You becoming one with that. He said, you shall uh, you shall not walk in darkness, but shall have the light of life, light of life. Think about that for a moment. I want to really just put that out there. Light of life. Somebody says, well, I've I've never really, really thought about that before. I've never really. Uh, why haven't I been walking in that before? Why haven't I walked in that before? If Jesus said I should have it. Why, why haven't I walked into it? Well, understand something. Uh, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Um, you can't walk or you cannot walk into something that you haven't heard of or that you don't understand. Uh, Jesus died on the cross over 2000 years ago. Salvation was present before you became saved. Uh, the day you decided to give your life to Jesus, he didn't hop on the cross for you. That work was already done. The work, the, the words of salvation were already written in the book. You just came into the knowledge of it. And once you came to knowledge of it, you heard it, you believed it. Then you began to walk in that salvation. Right. Uh, there are some maybe government grants and other things that are out there right now. Other resources that are available. But how can you walk in something that you don't know about? Right. So once it is once it is discovered, once you realize what it is and you discover it, you understand it, then you can take hold of it and then you can walk in it. Right. So today, understand something. Jesus said, as you are a follower, a disciple of Christ, he said, you will have you shall have the light of life or the light that belongs to life. You hearing me? Well, we could even say life has a light. And guess who has it? Yes, you. Of course, the Lord Jesus has it. But understand something. Let's read it again. He said, he that followeth me shall not walk in darkness, but shall have the light of life. There's there are people on the planet that have the light of life. Can anybody tell me who they are? According to John 8, 12. That's right. The followers. Here we go. Put on our thinking caps. Here we go. Put on our thinking caps. The followers of Christ, those that follow Jesus, have the light of life. Now, that's really broad to me. What does light of life mean? What does light mean? Uh, which is a question that has been pondered for hundreds of years, thousands of years. What does light mean? And of course, what is life? Remember, I can't walk in something that I don't understand. If it's too vague, if it's too out there, I can't use it. Right? 
Like we said before, if you get the most expensive cell phone, what good is it to you if you don't know how to use the thing? You got to know how to use it. So when the Lord says those that will follow me, us today, the born again believer, the disciples of Christ, those that desire to walk with Jesus, the Lord said, you will have the light of life. We say, yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. I have it. I have it. You said I have it. I have it. Now, what is it? How, okay, now, how can I have this? How can I use this? What is it? Explain it to me. You said it's mine, well, then explain it to me. Okay? So this is one thing that we're going to discuss today, uh, and I pray you're good and hungry today. We'll discuss today uh, what light is. What light is. We're going to go into some parts. Of course, we're going to go into the Word of God. We're going to go into also, we're going to have to uh, borrow some things from science, from physics, to understand what light is and how it applies to our lives. So, we're going back to the classroom for a few minutes. Are you ready? Amen. All right. So, again, uh, the first thing we've got to understand are the basics of light. Now, why is this? Why are we studying light? Well, in Romans the first chapter, verses 19 and 20. Listen to what it says in Romans, the first chapter, verses 19 and 20 uh, out of the NIV says this. This is one reason that we're studying light. It says, uh, since what may be known about God is plain to them because God has made it plain to them. Listen to verse 20. For since the creation of the world, God's invisible qualities his eternal power and divine nature have been clearly seen, being understood from what has been made so that people are without excuse. So it says here that I can learn about God's nature. I can learn about who he is and how he is or what he is like by looking at or observing, learning about what he has made. Does that make sense? Amen. Think about an artist, someone that, uh, um, let's say, a, a painter. And if, the, if every piece of artwork they paint is always angry, it looks very angry, it's always very disturbed. Well, it doesn't take a rocket science to know you're a disturbed person. <laughs> Are you hearing? If every whatever they make looks disturbing or if whatever they make looks beautiful and, and pretty and they use vibrant colors, lots, lots of colors, you would probably think, oh, you're a very vibrant, happy person. You, you I mean, you're, you're very free spirited. Whatever you make is a representative of your nature, of your character. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. There's some parts of you in everything you make. Undeniable. For parents, that also means your children. <laughs> and we'll end on that note right there. <laughs> All right, so understand something. So if we understand or learn about what God has made or the made thing, we'll receive a glimpse of what God is or who God is or, or what God is like. And we'll also understand who we are and what we are like, especially as born-again believers. Are you understanding? So this is a twofold thing. As we talk about light, it is twofold. It shines, a, it shines a light of understanding upon God the Father through what he made because he made it so that we could see what he is like. You understanding? So as we learn about that, we learn about him. As we learn about that, 
we also learned about ourselves, who we really are in him. Amen? All right, but keep in mind, everything that God has made in this physical world is only a shadow of the real. Only a shadow of the real. Okay? Uh, Think about a shadow on the ground. You know, we see the form of a shadow, but the shadow is not the real thing. There's a person that is standing there that is casting a shadow. But we can tell by the shadow if this person uh, maybe how much, how tall they are, how, how much they weigh, their physical characteristics, so forth and so on, by looking at the shadow. Hallelujah. Y'all making this. <laughs> Come on, help me a little bit, please. So let's look at light one more time, okay, before we get into some wonderful pictures. Uh, so again, God is light. First John verses 1 5 says, God is light. All right. Uh, John 8, 12, again, the Lord Jesus said that he is the light of the world. And then in Matthew 5, 14, the Lord Jesus says, ye are the light of the world. Talking about us, the believers, you are the light of the world. Okay, you are the light of the world here again. That is incredible. That's an incredible statement. First, Jesus, first, the father said, hey, I am light. And then the son of God comes down in all his glory. The Lord Jesus Christ, he turns to the people and says, I am the light of the world. And then the son of God turns to those that are following him and says, you are the light of the world. Whoa, what in the world does that mean? He turns us, turns us and said, everybody that follows me will have the light of life. Wow. Now that's huge. That is huge. I want y'all to follow me in this huge thing, how big this really is. And if we go through a few more scriptures, Isaiah 60, verse number one says, Arise, shine, for thy light is come. Your light is come, and the glory of the Lord is risen upon thee. Verse two, For behold, the darkness shall cover the earth, and gross darkness the people. But the Lord shall arise upon thee, and his glory shall be seen upon thee. When you think about the word glory, I want you to think of light. Okay, think about, um, uh, uh, let's say, um, uh, gold, a gold brick, gold bar, how the light hits it and it just shines. Really, it just light just radiates from it. It just shines from it. Okay, glory. He says, and his glory shall be seen from thee. Another uh, seen upon thee. In other words, there's something about you that will um, emanate or radiate light. This is powerful, okay? Let me give you a few more scriptures. Let me, I, I'm going this way to show you, before we get into understanding the light, you have to know why it is important and how it is important to you as a born-again believer. Because understand, as you, as you learn of this stuff and as you uh, comprehend it, understand it, you can walk in it, and then you begin to receive the benefits from it. It's like the fancy cell phone. Once you learn how to use a thing, then you learn, hey, I can actually call somebody on this. <laughs> I can actually send them a text. I can say, uh, what's, today, what's today's weather? Ba-doop. Today's weather is partly cloudy. Whoa, I didn't know a thing did that. <laughs> you know, once you know how to use it. So you could be walking around with the answer right there in front of you, but you just don't know how to use it. And we can suffer. Have to go to a payphone, wherever payphone is. <laughs> Not realizing that the answer is right here on our hip or in our pocket. God said, I've already given you how to communicate. I've already done it. What this, this thing here, these buttons, what is this? Learn how to use it. And you won't have to find a payphone somewhere. 
Are you hearing? All right, so let's go a little bit further here. All right, I want everybody to be uh, comfortable. So make sure, you can, make sure you can get comfortable. It's okay, get comfortable. All right, we'll be here just for an hour or two. <laughs> Maybe not. But that is also up to you. All right, so we find Isaiah 6, the Lord says, um, thy light is come. There's something bright, brilliant. There's something that has to do with light in us. It's undeniable. All right. Uh, James, the first chapter, verse number 17, says that God is the father of lights. He's the father of lights. That's James 1.17. Luke 16 and verse number 8. Luke 16 and 8 talks about us being the children of light. The children of light. That's big. Uh, Ephesians 5, verse 8 says... Uh, for ye were sometimes darkness, but now are ye light in the Lord. Walk as children of light. He says, now you are light in the Lord. Walk as children of the light. Verse 14, uh, Ephesians five fourteen says this. Wherefore, he saith, awake thou that sleepest and arise from the dead and Christ shall give thee light. Talking about Jesus giving us light. I mean, it's over and it's over and it's over again to make matters just to go a little bit further with you. The Bible also says in Romans 13, verse 12, that we have an armor of light. We have an armor of light. Now it goes even further. There's also an eternal picture about light, an eternal picture about light. And we see some of this in Proverbs 4, verse 18 in 19, this is what it says. This is an eternal picture. I'll just go just a few more moments about this before we get in, um, into some exciting pictures today. Woo! Okay? All I want to do here is try to give you a foundation of how important light is to us and how important it is to you as a, as a born-again believer. Uh, Proverbs 4, verse 18 19 says this. It says, but the path of the just is as the shining light that shineth more and more unto the perfect day. Verse 19 says, the way of the wicked is as darkness. They know not, uh, they know not at what they stumble. So we see the path of the righteous, um, the path of the believer. That is the way we go, our, uh, a lifestyle, our, a way of living is as a shining light. It didn't say it is a shining light. It said it is as a shining light. There's something that glorious that shines from you on a day-to-day basis. Are you hearing? It says shining more and more unto a perfect day. The word perfect here is the word kun in Hebrew, and it means to be firmly established, to be fixed, to be secure. There will be a day that will be firmly established, firmly fixed, firm and and secure a day understand something a day firmly fixed and secure now when a day is firmly fixed and secure that would mean that there is no night that means one long day one long day of nothing but light a day firmly fixed a day firmly secure well is that substantiating the word of god sure it is isaiah 60 Uh, Listen to verse 19 and 20. It says, the sun shall no more 
uh, rather, the sun shall be no more thy light by day, neither the brightness uh, shall the moon give light unto thee, but the Lord shall be unto thee an everlasting light and thy glory and thy God, thy glory. Uh, thy sun shall no more go down. Neither shall thy moon withdraw itself for the Lord shall be thine everlasting light and the days of thy morning shall be at an end or shall be ended. So there will be a day sun moon done away with and God himself will be the brilliant light that lights everything. That's the perfect day. That's also mentioned there in the book of Revelation, Revelation of the 21st chapter, Revelation 21 Verse 23, listen to what it says here. It says, and the city had no need of the sun, neither of the moon to shine in it. For the glory of God did lighten it and the lamb is the light thereof. And the nations of them which are saved shall walk in the light of it. So even walking in the light, we see here in the book of Revelation. This is after the earth and all that judgment and all that stuff that's taking place. There's a holy city in heaven. There is no moon. There is no sun. God himself is the light. The Lamb of God is the light that is so much light coming from him that lights the entire universe. There is not one corner of darkness anywhere. Isn't that something? He says, uh, go on to verse 24, and it says, And the kings of the earth... um, do bring their glory and honor. Listen to verse 25. And the gates of it shall not be, shall not be shut at all by day. For there shall be, uh, there shall be no night there. There shall be no night. Why? Because it is the Lord himself that is the light. He is the sustaining light source. There is, here is the picture of the perfect day. So there is a light that shines from us that continues unto the perfect day. It aims back at that perfect day when there will be no darkness at all. Are you understanding? All right. So again, so if we understand what God has made, especially here in this time, we understand light, something that we call as basic as light. We see it every day. Something as basic as light, as light, what it is and, uh, and how it applies to us in the shadow world here. And this shadow, because this is not the real thing, the spirit world, that's the real thing because that came first. Remember, everything that is visible came out of the invisible. Okay, so as we understand that. So now, whew. You ready? Now, let's understand light. And we're going to borrow some things from the physics department, and we're going to put some things up for you. Here again, so we understand just some basic things. Light is, and here again, remember light, even this light that we have here today is just a shadow of the real. The real thing is like this, but this is not it. Just like the shadow on the floor, that's, that's a shadow. It's not the real thing. It points to the real thing. All right. So here again, light is the absence of darkness. Uh, the agent, it is also the agent that stimulates sight. Without light, you cannot see. Light makes all things visible. Okay, makes all things visible. All right. So if we look there, let's go into the physics world. We'll find that light, the definition of light 
in the physics world, we find is MRE, electromagnetic radiation. Oh, that's so thrilling. You'll get in just a minute. I see some RCA uh, dogs. Don't worry, we'll get in just a second. Electromagnetic radiation. Can you say that? Electromagnetic radiation. This is extremely powerful. Now, light, that's what light is, electromagnetic radiation. We're going to try to do this in about 20 minutes. God help us. Okay? Now, light is also seen as a wave, which is what we see here on this second board there, as a wave. And it also can act like or be a particle. All right? But for our purposes today, we'll look at light as being a wave. Waves come in different frequencies. Uh, so we're going to talk about that as far as the whole light spectrum. Now, light as a wave uh, has different ranges. Uh, it can range from uh, 400 to, uh, to 700 uh, nanometers. And a nanometer is um, equals one billionth of a meter. So it's very small. A nanometer is very small. Think about an ant's toenail. Think about an ant's toenail, all right? Now think about if that ant had something else that looked to it like the ant does to us. If the ant says, hey, look at that other creature that's so small down there, I could step on it, just like we say to ants. If that creature had a toenail, then measure that toenail. Then if that creature had another creature that was, hey, look at me, look at that so small I can step on it. Keep on going, 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 and then eventually you'll get to a nanometer. Okay, so it is extremely, extremely small, all right? So light waves are measured between 400 and 700 nanometers. So the light waves, okay? All right, now understand something. Light propagates or it moves forth from an object, from a source, at what's called the speed of, maybe somebody? Oh my God, you're good. That's exactly right. The speed of light. All right. Now, how fast is the speed of light? Now, this is very good. How fast is the speed of light? Well, the speed of light is 186,282 miles per second. Again, the speed of light is uh, 186,282 miles per second, not per hour, per second. To give you a good glimpse of that, of what that actually means, think about if you were fast enough to travel the world seven and a half times in one second. That's the speed of light. Travel around the globe seven and a half times in one second. That is the speed of light. That's how fast light travels. Think about it for a moment. And uh, how fast will it take us to see the light once we turn the switch off and turn it back on? It looks to us almost instantaneous. It's not. It's just moving at the speed of at the speed of light. That's how fast light travels. Okay, the distance from the sun when we walk when we walk outside, the sun is uh, thousands of miles. I believe I'm not. I didn't get the exact um, uh, length. Thousand miles away, but when you walk outside, you're feeling rays that has traveled 
thousands of miles and it hits your body. Okay? I mean, it's travel. Distant stars, light travels. One thing you want to see, again, that light radiates. It doesn't stay in the same place. Okay, we're going we're gonna to talk about this. And here again, all these are examples of the real. So we talk about electromagnetic radiation. That's what light is. It's a form of electromagnetic radiation. What is radiation? We think about radiation. We think about um, what nuclear radiation, right? Oh, don't want to go around. Nuclear radiation. Bomb fell over hundreds of miles. It fell over in some place hundreds of miles away. But you feel that radiation way over here. There's a certain radius around radiation, right? And so light is also a form of radiation, okay? Uh, And we can see that in different forms of nature. But let me give you just a definition of radiation. Radiation is the complete process in which energy is emitted by one body uh, and transmitted um, transmitted through some type of medium and absorbed by another body. Okay, so we talk about the sun, light or energy is emitted, radiation comes out of the sun, and it is absorbed by another body that is us, or by plants or other atoms, or, or, or animals or things, all right? So let's, let's look at some pictures right quick. Let's see. Go ahead and touch the screen for me, Tori, please. Praise the Lord. All right, let's see if we can get it going. All right. So electromagnetic uh, radiation. That's light. That's a part of the light spectrum. All right. So as we talk about electromagnetic radiation, we're going to have to talk about electrons because that's where you get the electro electrons. I told you, I told you, I told you. The atom is the smallest particle, the smallest bit of matter in all existence. Your body is made up of atoms. That chair is made up of atoms. The floor is made up of atoms. Everything is made up of atoms. And atoms have three parts. They are electrons, protons, and neutrons. Electrons circle that, as you see there in the green ball. It circles, uh, it circles the protons and the neutrons. Uh, we often see electrons as negative forces, okay, and protons as positive forces. Here again, there are pictures of life in everything, Why did God do this? Because one thing is showing us a picture. You have a positive life. Guess what's circling you right now? All right. Picture yourself as an atom. Okay. Inside of an atom, the inside of an atom has positive ions. It's a positive, uh, positive uh, electrons. They're called protons. There's positive on the inside of it. But circling the positive, always circling the positive is a negative always circling, always circling. Isn't that how your life is sometimes? Especially when everything is going right, we kind of sense, oh my God, something is about to happen. There's always something negative that is circling, that is circling, that is circling. But there is another force that keeps the negative away from the positive. Praise Jesus. We're trying. So what produces light? How is light produced? Here again, light is electromagnetic radiation. How is electromagnetic radiation produced or how is light produced? Well, it's produced when one of these electrons, when one of these electrons there, I'm not sure if you can see my red dot, one of those electrons 
uh, are shaken. They're shaken or their speed accelerates or decelerates and their position moves. It creates a wave. If I would like, if it say, take this and just shake it like this, you would see that wave. It creates a wave. In that wave, our eyes can detect on some levels. Okay, we call a portion of that light. All right, as a matter of fact, look at the picture on the screen there. You see here how out of this whole spectrum, now this, of course, you see the, the top of the spectrum, you have uh, infrared light. At the bottom, we have ultraviolet light. And you see there in the very middle there, that's visible light. And that visible light has uh, different colors in the visible light. But there is so much other of the electromagnetic radiation that we cannot see. As a matter of fact, we could say that we're we're almost blind. Here's another picture of that of what's visible light of the electromagnetic spectrum out of this whole big space from from the radio waves over here to uh, gamma rays. That is all part of the electromagnetic spectrum. But we can only see in that little bitty part which means that there is so much more light that is present that your eyes cannot detect. We can only see that very small part. Let me blow that up for you. If we look at this, now here again, the shaking of electrons causes electromagnetic radiation. There are different forms of electromagnetic radiation, uh, like a, a radio Radio signal, television signal, microwaves, are, that's all electromagnetic radiation. All right, all the way to the x-ray machine at the doctor's office. That's all electromagnetic radiation. All of it is giving forth a form of light, but we just cannot see it. We can only see a certain portion of the light that is there. Okay? A, so only a small part of that light are the human eyes actually able to see. Okay, which means, again, that there is so much more going on around you and you cannot even see it. Okay, Uh, these are things that we would call invisible. Now we get it. We can get into a lot of this later, but I want to show you what happens uh, to light. Now, there are different colors in light. Okay, so you look out that door there. Look at the light there that's outside. Uh, Look at the light that is shining in this room. Actually, there are about seven colors in that light. It is white light. Now, let's go a little bit deeper. White light. You, you and I see white light. Okay? White light. What is it? Apparently, it looks, it looks, color, it looks colorless. Uh, for example, just ordinary daylight. But it contains all of the light waves uh, of the visible spectrum in equal intensity. So as you look outside, as you see that light, as you look here, see this light or look at the light bulb, it actually contains all those colors. Uh, As a matter of fact, if you shine that light through a prism, you'll see that uh, different lights emerge. So let's go ahead and play that video there. Uh, There are different lights, uh, different colors inside of that white light. So when you look at light, we say it's colorless, but actually it has uh, about seven different colors in it. Now, all of those colors have its own meaning and what and what it does and how it relates to you and I. All right, here we go. Let's play that. 
So as this, uh, as the engineer moves, you're going to see him move light through, uh, through the prism. It actually will produce diff- the different colors. These, these colors are not in the prism. Uh, they are actually the light being refracted inside of it as it passes through it. So you see the different colors there, orange and the green and blue and, and uh, purple or indigo. You see all of those colors that are related to it. Now, how many of you have ever seen a rainbow before? Okay. It's not the, it's not the raindrops that, that has the color and it, and it falls. No, it is the light from the sun that passes through the raindrops that produces those colors. So we see that there. You see uh, another example of that, how the colors just shine. The prism breaks down the light. The prism uh, causes um, the light waves to slow down a bit so that we can see them. Remember, light moves at a, over 186,000 um, miles per second. So if we could see it with the naked eye, we would see all the colors. But when it's put through a prism, the prism slows it down. Why is that? Well, because the prism contains electrons itself. And when remember what produces electromagnetic radiation? Uh, uh, is electrons, the shaking of electrons. Now hang with me just a little bit longer. I'm, uh, I'm getting there. You stay with me? We need to take a little break. Will you stay with me? Okay. All right. So when that electron is shaken, shaken, it produces electromagnetic radiation. A prism, just like all matter, has electrons in it, has atoms in it. And when the electrons of light go into the prism, shine into the prism at an angle, the electrons within the prism uh, react with the electrons of light that are coming in and it slows them down. So the other side, as the light comes out of the other side, you begin to see all the colors. Okay, as these two forces collide inside the prism, it produces the colors. And they all vibrate at different frequencies. So you see here, the different ones are red, orange, yellow, green, aqua, blue, violet, purple, you know, just goes on. So those are the basic colors there. So again, what are we saying? And how does this relate to you? This is so powerful. Let me read this last little bit here. Visible light is made up of different colors, which form a rainbow. White light is composed of all these colors uh, that are in the rainbow. Uh, each of these colors has a different wavelength, the red being the highest and the violet being uh, the lowest uh, in wavelengths. All right. Now, how does this relate to you? Because as you are of the body of Christ, so we did all that to come right back here. And every color that is mentioned there has a different meaning in the Bible. So what I've done is broke down, broken down these colors in the scripture and tell you how, how, what it means. Understand something. Again, let's back up. Jesus said, you are the light of the world. He said, you possess the light of life. Light radiates. Light goes forth. Okay, let me give you an example of radiation, how it works. If you were to drop a pebble in a pond, if it drops here in the middle of the pond, what happens? You see the ripples go out. Okay. The rock is not moving. The rock only hit that one section. If 
you drop it straight down, it moves out. That's called radiate. It radiates out. That is the energy of that rock now shakes the rest of it and it goes out. I can, that's called, uh, I think, water, water waves, okay, radiations or type of radiation. If I clap my hands here, you hear it over there. Somebody from behind me will also hear it. Someone on the left side, right side, above will hear it. So how is it that I'm clapping here, but you're hearing it over there? That tells you, right, those sound waves, or we can say the compression waves. Your eardrums picked it up, and you hear what I've done here. You are impacted over there, just like with the rock being dropped in the pond. What is done here affects something over there. If there's a cork in the water over there, if I drop the rock here, we'll see that cork begin to bobble up and down. Something that happened here affects something that happened over there. This is the same nature of light. Something that happens there on the throne of God as the Lord shines his light affects us here. And the Lord said, let your light so shine before men that they may see good works and glorify God. That is, I am emanating something. Something is radiating from me. Something is going out from me that is affecting the natural world. Are you hearing? Now, as you understand this and walk in this, you're going to see things begin to change dramatically in your life, dramatically in your life. Let me break this down about what the different colors actually mean. We see uh, the color red. The color red means salvation or redemption. Color red is also associated with love. So this is a part of the light that you are emanating, uh, part of the light of life that comes from you. As the light of God strikes you and you possess that light and light shoots forth from you, um, when people come around you and, and they see your work, uh, they begin to see uh, salvation. They begin to see the love of God. Uh, orange, orange, they begin to see, uh, orange means a uh, spiritual warfare, spiritual warfare. It also it also means uh, intercession and relationship with God. That is peace. They should feel love from you, of course. They should feel uh, uh, feel peace from you. Yellow, um, they should feel joy. Uh, and it's also um, spiritual uh, enlightenment. They should, in the green area, they should feel um, growth or uh, fresh oil or resting in God. All of this is coming from you as you walk in it. Blue, they should feel the hope of God. They feel they should feel healing and the grace of God coming from you. Uh, the purple or the indigo, uh, they all should. Uh, that relates to um, kingship or royalty, uh, the fear of the Lord. Jesus as mediator. All of this is coming from us. So when God says, let there be light, especially in the beginning, this is the light that began to spring forth to all, ma- all mankind and shine down and shine down on man. And this is a light also um, that he is shining forth through us. Now, light has a res- as, as a uh, reflective quality. And I'm going to go just a few more moments and I'm going to let you go. OK, light has a reflective quality. Light can hit a surface and reflect. What makes different colors in the world? What makes different colors? You, we look at this backdrop here and we see it is blue. Well, why is that blue? Why is that color blue? And uh, why is that banner purple? 
Why is this podium black? That all has to do with light and how our eyes have detected it. Now, let me tell you that the mystery of color. When light that is full, when white light that is filled with all of these colors hits this backdrop, hits this blue backdrop, it absorbs all the other colors and only reflects one of those colors. And your eye detects and your eye detects which one uh, is reflected. Can anybody guess from this blue wall, his blue curtain, which color is being reflected from blue? My God, that's right. That's correct. All the other colors are being absorbed. And blue is the only one in the spectrum that is sent right back. Are you hearing? So you and I are seeing the somewhat of the, we say the reflection of the blue. All the other colors are absorbed. When you see the color white, you see the color white, what's happening here? Remember, light is white. So we see here that all of the colors are reflected back out into your eye. And you say, okay, uh, the brain says, all right, this is white. All the colors are reflected. When you see the color black, uh, color black, there is no color reflected. All the colors are absorbed. And your brain says, okay, that's black. All the colors are absorbed here. And we see black. Are you understanding? Now, when all the colors are absorbed into a material like black, what do you think happens when all the colors are absorbed in here from a strong light source over a period of time? What do you think happens to the temperature of it? It gets hot. It gets hot it, because it absorbs all the radiation. It gets hot. Now, there are some times, I'm going to bring it home, there are some times uh, that all of us will exemplify all of these colors. There are some times when God will shine his light upon you directly and you will absorb it. And you will absorb it all. And you will send the message back to God in that form, hey, I've received all, I've received all, I've received all. Then there are sometimes that God will use you as a reflector and he will shine his light on you like in, in the white panel and you'll shine it right back on someone else or in some situation. Then there are sometimes when the Lord wanna, wants to reveal himself as salvation and you'll absorb all the others and people will see that one element of you, that one element of Christ. Maybe they need to be saved. Or they may see another element of salvation. They may need to be healed. They may need peace. They may need uh, deliverance. They may need uh, you to intercede for them. One of these colors that are in the spectrum. Isn't that something? So this is one thing as we talk about light. As we talk about light. And oh boy, it is thrilling. But as we talk about light, as you walk in this and just believe God for this. As you go forth throughout the earth, the Bible says that men will see your good works. So you're not shining your light on people, but on the work that you are doing. The work that you are doing, they said, the Bible says that they will see your good works and glorify God. See your good works. When we talk about glory, we're talking about a form of shining, shining glory. Remember, think about the gold bar shining. So you're shining your light on something that God has asked you to do, something, something that's a part of your purpose. They are seeing that that has been done. And 
as they see it, they are then beginning to shine back to God. The glory of that uh, makes or the thing that you've done makes them glorify God. In other words, they begin to shine right back. So if we do it like this in picture form, if this is you and here's the work that you've done and here's a person right here. And uh, let's say this is God just for a second. God, he shines his light on you and you shine it on this item. This person sees that item and then the light shines, reflects right back to God. It makes a continual, continual, um, continual circle right back to the father. That's that's a God ordained uh, thing. Now, understand everything in the universe rotates in a circular motion from atoms to the solar system to the circulation system in your body. Everything rotates, goes right back to its source. Uh, All right, well, we'll stop there for the day. I pray you've heard the word of God in Jesus' mighty name. Hallelujah. We pray that you are richly blessed by today's message. We would love to connect with you. Just go to our website at kingdomrock.org. You can become our friend on Facebook or follow us on Twitter and subscribe to our YouTube channel and a whole lot more. Right there at kingdomrock.org. We would love to hear from you. And if you're in the Bremen area, please stop by and join us every Sunday morning. Sunday school is at 9 a.m. and Sunday morning is at 10. Wednesday night, we have what's called Hour of Power. It starts at 6.30 p.m. All are invited. We're located at 180 Helton Road in Bremen, Georgia. Give us a call at 770-537-1933. We would love to hear from you. And if you have a prayer request, by all means, please log on to our website at kingdomrock.org and click on the prayer page. Until tomorrow, remember that Jesus is Lord. Choose him as your Lord today. Only he can make a way.